Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here kicking off our season one, episode one of our Dawson's Creek watch with uh, Dawson's Creek newbie, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I think I'm just blown away. I mean, any <laughs> anything and everything happened in this pilot. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like whiplash because you don't quite know... <laughs> Like, I don't know what I'm getting into. I, like, truly don't, as we've been saying. And it's just, like, you know, like, any, like, it's just, like, it's just a far cry away. Like, it's just so different from, like, season one, episode one of Boy Meets World. But I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, this, I, I like, I had rewatched this pilot a while back. So Sarah and I have been talking about doing a Dawson's Creek, like, rewatch podcast, or for me, a rewatch for her, a first watch Ever since I think that this came to Netflix and Hulu, maybe even before that, we were chatting about it. And Mm -hmm. then when we saw it come to Netflix and Hulu, we were like, well, now we feel like, you know, it's kismet. We have to do it. Right. And so I think at that point I had gone back and I rewatched the pilot just for funsies. And I so then it's not been that long since I've seen this pilot, but it's still so funny to me, especially paying attention to it in a way where I'm like taking notes for a podcast. You kind of notice things more. And some of their choices, like, it was, it was cracking me up. This show is very – and so, I mean, we could get into it, but this uh-huh. show premiered in 1998. So we're heading towards the end of the 90s on, like, Boy yeah. Meets World. <laughs> I was going to say, Jess, like, we're kind of taking liberties, but it's okay. We squeaked it in. Listen, is it as, in my opinion, as long as the show starts in the 90s, it's mm-hmm. fair game for us. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why are we limiting ourselves like that, you know? Right. Who there's are we plenty, helping? Right. There's plenty things for us to learn in the early – Aughts? Is that what it's called? Aughts? I think it's called the early aughts, yes. So there's plenty of stuff for us to learn then. Um, but yeah. Okay, so is this show meant to be funny? Because it's, it's meant funny. to be it's meant to be like I think it is a dramedy, like before dramedies were like a okay. thing, if that makes sense. There's some like really funny moments. Um in this in this pilot and I didn't mm-hmm. know if I was like is this like ironically funny is this like we're laughing at you not with you I wasn't quite sure um no I, I think it's I think it's supposed to be both I think it's like it's a show from my from what I understand it's like a show for teenagers but like there are still funny moments in it right, right. like the whole like Joey like how many times a day do you walk your dog type of thing right like that's funny yeah Um, actually it's it's definitely a drama to start yeah actually the only person in the show that's funny is joey which i'm shocked by honestly i am that'll change that'll definitely change for you i would say like so basically to set up let's set up a little bit of like what we're going to be doing here, we yeah. talked about it a little bit in our kind of like teaser podcast, but Sarah's never seen Dawson's Creek. I have. Um, I think it would be fun. We're still going to do our fashion hour. If you if you listen to us on our Boy Meets World podcast, we do a fashion hour for the like most 90s outfit and the most timeless outfit at the end of every podcast. We're still going to do that. Um, I think it would be fun to get some predictions from Sarah along the way. Obviously, we can't do that with Boy Meets World because we both have seen that show. Mm-hmm. But I think it would be fun to do that um, in this show. And I also think it would be fun to talk a little bit about the music, at least if it continues in the way that it did in this episode, then we're going to have a lot to talk about. Oh, my Um, God. The music was so good in this episode. It was so good. 
It really was. It's very reminiscent of the 90s for me. And um, we're going to take this a little bit differently than we do with Boy Meets World. Boy Meets World is like a 22-minute sitcom. It's very easy to like recap the entire thing. I think that we're going to, with Dawson's Creek, we're going to try to talk instead about like plotline A, plotline B, more generally in our thoughts versus recapping every single thing that happens because we'd be here for like three hours if that's what we were doing (laughs) and we just frankly don't have time to do all of that so um we're gonna talk about it in chunks this episode is pretty straightforward there's maybe two storylines if you want to stretch it but it's like mostly you know what I mean it's mostly one storyline right it's mostly one storyline but each character has their own like branch of what's going on there in their lives so um, I don't know how you want to take it. I, maybe it's digestible if we like at least at first break it down by character. I think so. I think we should start because this is your first episode. So I feel like the the easiest way to start is to kind of get your general opinions on mm-hmm. every single character that we meet here. And yeah. by proxy, we'll be talking about th- that character's storyline. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So. Who should we start with? I think we need to start with how the episode starts. So we'll talk about Joey and Dawson. Obviously, it's Dawson's Creek, so easiest to start with him. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So Dawson Leary. Did not know that was his last name. Horrible last name. Um, (laughs) Trash. But so Dawson is the main takeaway I got is that Dawson has like a big boner for Spielberg and he won't (laughs) shut up about it. Yes, that is accurate. And also, how funny did you find it when he had a Jurassic Park poster in his room and I was like, Sarah's going to hate this. This is exactly why you wanted me to watch this freaking show is so that you can be like, oh my God, look, it's Jurassic Park. I told you it was the best. So basically, Dawson is like really into making movies. He took TV production freshman year of high school and then he's like oh this is my career which is kind of funny because that's what I did when I was in high school I took like you're Dawson no please no (laughs) I took one tv production class and was like this is the only class that does not make me want to kill myself so my major is going to be film and I'm going to be like a movie maker and I went to film camp uh one summer So um, I can relate to Dawson like that. But Dawson loves to A, talk about Spielberg nonstop and and Mm -hmm. that he wants to make movies. And B, he's in denial about his sexual awakening as a 15 year old. Right. So Dawson and Joey are 15 years old, as as is Pacey. They're all 15 years old. Um, Same with Jen, who moves in, who we'll talk about in a bit. Um, I wanted to go through because we do talk about like whether or not we're allowed to call Eric like hot in um in Boy uh-huh. Meets World. So yeah. I wanted to bring up the actors and their ages so Thank that we you. can feel comfortable um, you know, sexualizing them. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So James Vanderbeek plays Dawson. Uh he was either twenty one like twenty one ish, twenty twenty one ish. No. And he's playing a 15-year-old. So that we're in the age up. of, like, adults playing teens. And we're also in the age of, like, um, smart-talking teenagers. Like, I call them smart-talking teenagers. So, like, a Gilmore Girls or, like, uh-huh. other shows where the teens are way smarter than they should be. And they, they sound like adults, even though they're teenagers. Okay. <laughs> he's 21. I looked mm-hmm. at it. Okay, so I looked at it and I did feel like he looked a little bit older. 
but not 21. Okay, so we'll we'll have fun with this then. Okay, so that's James Vanderbeek. Uh-huh. Katie Holmes, obviously, we all know Katie Holmes. Yeah. She plays Joey. How old do you think she was in season one? It, uh, I, 17. She is 20 years old. 20 or years I guess, old? Again, she, she might be 19 when it filmed. But she's around that age. She has a baby face, but she's always had a baby face. She's, she literally still has a baby face. Yeah, she yes. still has a baby face. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joey, I mean, we don't have to get into it now. No, a we plus. could go through the we could go through we could go through the ages first. Okay. Uh, Joshua Jackson, who plays Pacey. Uh huh. How old do you think he is? Uh, he is eighteen. He's about 19 or 20. Okay. That that tracks. Yep. Am I yep. supposed to be attracted to this kid? Because, like, if you're saying, like, okay, so the two hot people in this show is J- Pacey and Dawson, then yeah. I'm sorry. But, like, they couldn't get, like, a better, like, uh, like a rival to Dawson than this, this dude. I will say that, like, right now, Pacey also has ba- serious baby face. Like, I yeah. think... I think as time goes on, you'll find Pacey more attractive than Dawson. I mean, personally for myself, I'm not really, no offense to anybody out there. I've never been really attracted to blondes. So like Mm -hmm. for me, Pacey would be more of my type in general. And the fact that he's like a very snarky, witty teenager would also be more my type at that age. Not now. He's in like The Hobbit or some shit like that, right? In The Hobbit? Yeah, Joshua Jackson. Actually, I don't think I've seen The Hobbit. Let me look. You know what he's most recently been in? Actually, I don't see him in The Hobbit. <gasps> oh, on The IMDb. Affair. The Affair. Uh, yes, he was on that. He was pretty good looking in The Affair. Okay. He's recently been on Little Fires Everywhere. I don't know if you watched that show. I haven't seen it. You should watch it, first of all, because it's amazing. Yeah. Second of all, he plays the dad because he's obviously he, he's born in 78. He's older. He is Zaddy-esque, I think. Oh. Um, in general, I would say not, I don't know, I don't know necessarily how he looked in that show, but, um, he was on Fringe. He's had a lot of actually, his career has been pretty good since Dawson's Creek. Wait, so he was not in the Lord of the Rings? He was not. I don't know who you're talking about. Talking about Dominic Monaghan? I have no No. idea who you're referring to. Okay, whatever. Oh, you're talking about the guy from Sherlock. I don't know what Um, you're saying. Hold on a second. I'm going to look this up. There was a Sherlock Holmes show. Mm-hmm. That has that Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. No, not him. No, not him. I know you're not talking about him. There's his uh, co-star Martin Freeman. Definitely not. Whatever. It's not him. He's he was in he was in The Hobbit. I think <laughs> everyone's listening to this and wants to like like put <laughs> knives in their ears because they're so annoyed with us. Literally, yes, he was in The Hobbit. He was in The Hobbit. Look up. Martin Freeman I feel like that's who you're thinking of Uh. and if you're not I don't know what to tell you but while you're looking that up Joshua Jackson plays Pacey uh and I mean is this like this is his iconic role though is as Pacey really um I mean in my opinion I don't know I didn't watch Fringe so if someone saw him in Fringe and thought that was his iconic role let me know I have not seen him in Fringe either but I'm just like not I'm not putting uh, money in the Joshua Jackson stock right now. Oh, you know what? He was also in the Mighty Ducks, which I feel like people might remember him okay. from. But uh, anyway, he was in all all the Mighty Ducks. But anyway, that's Joshua Jackson, and then we have Michelle Williams, yeah, who plays Jen. Uh, and any guesses on her age? Oh, uh, like twenty one. 
17 or 18. She's oh. the youngest. <laughs> okay. I'm not very good at this game. No, I'm really, really <laughs> bad at guess. I'm like one of those people that are like, oh, yes, that is like a really, really cute four-year-old and the kid's like seven. I mean, to be fair, who knows the ages of children anyway? And people are yeah. just like, oh, no, they're 75 months, actually. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So that's fine. Yeah, they are 75 um, months. You're right. Literally. Like, what are you talking about? I so don't, I don't we know. apologize to the mm-hmm. parents out there that don't appreciate that, but I don't care. Um, Moving on. So, right. So we were talking about Dawson, uh, Dawson and Joey. And yeah, you're right. Dawson is definitely obsessed with Spielberg. That's like his thing. He wants to be a filmmaker. Um, what did you think about his general aesthetic? We don't need to go like necessarily into clothes, but like uh-huh. his hair, that type of thing. I mean, I respect that he's meant to be a teen heartthrob, I would mm-hmm. assume, in the 90s. And that's the energy he's giving off. Um, I think that, number one, okay, hold on. His room, if I ever, if I was a girl going into his room, then um, the WAP of it all would not be an issue. <laughs> I hate his teenage bedroom with a passion. Um, the movie posters don't but, help. Okay, That's also, a very but also I think I'm projecting because my teenage bedroom had posters, movie posters. I mean, everybody's did. You know what my teenage bedroom had? What? So my teenage bedroom was actually like my parents' old room. So I had like the washer dryer in there, but it was oh. behind these like mirrored folding doors if that makes sense right yeah yeah yeah. so it had like four panels that were mirrors Mm -hmm. me in my teenage wisdom I took each individual panel and they were dedicated to like a teen heartthrob so I had like a Chad Michael Murray section Mm. I had remember from the OC Seth Cohen I don't know his actual name Okay. He played Seth. He had his own panel. Orlando Bloom had his own panel. Yeah. I am blanking on who the last panel was for a while. Like, I caught out pictures of them from, like, magazines and, like, Mm -hmm. taped them up. And Mm -hmm. it must have looked so bad now looking back. Yeah. Do do you want to know who my teen heartthrob was with my daddy issues ass? Uh, Please. (laughs) uh, Johnny Depp. Terrible. Oh, that's the worst choice of all of mine. That's terrible. Oh, yeah. That was who I was. That's canceled now, especially. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I have this whole thing about Johnny Depp, but it's not the right the right time to talk about Johnny Depp anymore. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I can I can see like, yeah, girls probably did have uh, James Van Beek like on their walls. Um, you know, clothing wise, we can get into it in our fashion hour, but he definitely has his own aesthetic. It's different from what we've seen almost, um, for like, this is like a very beachy vibe. Like everyone's very beachy. So it's like, you know, it's not like an Eric, even Eric's 15 at the point we are at with Boy Meets Mm -hmm. World. And it's different. I mean, obviously it's about five years earlier or later than Boy Meets World is. So I suppose it's kind of different, but it's like Eric at the beach. Like there's still big clothing. There's still like a questionable necklace that we'll get into later. (laughs) Like there's like elements of 90s Mm -hmm. that we've seen before but this is definitely like a late 90s aesthetic but it's also like I don't know where they are like I don't know if they're in like in Nantucket I don't know if they're in Cape Cod 
Yeah, so there, this takes place in, I believe it's supposed to be like a Massachusetts mm-hmm. type of area. So, yes, you're, okay. you're pretty spot on with your assessment in that it's like a New Englandy area. Okay. It's Cape, Cape Side, I believe. Is, is the, that a fake town? I believe it's fake. Now, who owns the creek? Is it Dawson? It's not, no. It's, that's just like where his family live like they live on a creek as you saw later when joey is like paddling yes. like she's like a rowboat to get yeah. from her house to yeah his. so so yeah. yeah it's like a beachy type of town because mm-hmm. um it's supposed to be like on the coast of massachusetts okay mm-hmm. so great it's great like how do you feel about tossin's vibe it's hard to like not no like not put things from later seasons okay to him now but I won't I won't spoil anything but I will say like he comes off as very naive because he's trying to say like oh just because we're teenagers doesn't mean everything has to change and it's like maybe that's the case in some situations of course you can have platonic male female relationships (laughs) I think you can I think I mean I mean when you're a teenager or you're saying now you're saying as a teenager uh, I I mean, this is like a whole thing, but I stand by the, um, um, Samantha from Sex in the City has this quote that I kind of fully stand by okay. that women are for friends and men are for fucking. And I have no interest in having male friends. I do understand that I'm like one. I'm not everybody is like me. I totally get it. There's girls that are like. You know, like there's girls that have plenty of guy friends, and then there's like girls like me who are girls, girls. I okay. Just have, I don't have interest in male friends, and I feel like nine times, nine and a half times out of ten, if there's a male female relationship, then one party eventually has feelings for the other party at one point in time in the friendship. That's just my opinion. You can say I'm wrong. You can say I'm right. I don't care. It's just like how it is. I don't know. I think that as adults, it's a lot easier to have platonic male-female friendships. And again, this is like straight men, straight women, platonic. Yes. Where the person is attracted to that like sex, right? Correct. Yes. But I think as an adult, it's very easy to do that personally speaking. I mean, I don't have like a ton of – I don't have – I mean, to be fair, I don't have a lot of like – um close 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 friends in general but I certainly don't have a ton of like close male friends but I would say I have a lot of like male acquaintances male friendly relationships um yeah and they're fine and it's it's fine Uh, I think as a teenager especially being in the Dawson Pacey or Dawson Joey situation where they're like best friends they've been best friends since they were children Mm -hmm. and they're 15 years old they're starting to get these feelings Mm -hmm. that they don't really know what to do with then, like, I think it's really difficult. And we'll obviously yeah. see that as time goes this on. Is, but I think... Yeah. I was just going to say, I think, like, Joey kind of is the more of a realist in this situation. Yeah. And she's the smarter of the two. Again, right here, she's the smarter of the two. Um, so what are your thoughts on on Joey? Joey in this um, pilot was a uh, star for me. She was the funnier one. She was the one grounded in reality. She's, like, interesting with her dark past like had no freaking clue that Mm -hmm. like she I like I thought that like Katie Holmes was gonna play like the good girl and I don't know if she's not a 
good girl, but she's definitely more rough around the edges than I would have ever anticipated. Her, Mm -hmm. number one, very sad. Her mom passed away from cancer. Don't know how long ago, but it happened soon enough that she just doesn't want to talk about it. Um, Number two, her father's a convict for trafficking, not trafficking, but like um, a conspiracy for holding 10,000 pounds of marijuana. Like, what? I feel like nowadays they would have made it a harder drug, like Coke or something, because it's like, yeah, it doesn't seem very bad if it's marijuana. No, but it's 10,000 pounds. It doesn't matter. Like, if he was like, oh, he got arrested for possession, um, then whatever. Like, obviously, that's like a different topic. But it's 10,000 pounds. So that's intention of selling or like distributing. So that's especially then that's bad. Um, doesn't matter if it was marijuana or cocaine or whatever. It's just like right. you have an that's intention true. of dispu- distributing and selling. So that's crazy. And then number three, like she lives with her sister because both of her parents are out of the picture because her dad's in jail. And it's like, I mean, I don't care, but I guess like back then it's like, like talked about that her sister um, is married to or dating um they're just dating she calls man. she says it's her boyfriend so they're her not boyfriend. married and she's pregnant so it's out of wedlock so i'm sure in this crappy right. ass small town that's a big deal too so exactly yeah i'd say in 1998 it was much more controversial to have a um an interracial mm-hmm. relationship um not that it should be, but it of course it's the talk of the town and the fact yeah. that, like you said, her sister is having a baby out of wedlock, right? And she's living with her sister again, not yes. exactly the nuclear family that people like Dawson's situation, uh-huh. and that's what they get into an argument later because Joey, like, I think that's something that Joey's probably been feeling for a while, and it's mm-hmm. been building up and building up that like Dawson has it so good that he like yeah. looks for issues because he's obsessed with television movies. So he's looking for these like mm-hmm. dramatic things to be happening around him. Yeah, but when he has his a life is like life. perfect. Exactly, his life is, he has like the tr- like I don't know if he has any siblings. They did not reveal any siblings anywhere in any of this picture. Mm-hmm. But um, mom, dad, um. You know, obviously we see that there is some scandal, mm-hmm. but um, but we it out of a picture book, it looks perfect. I mean, they were like making out in their living room in broad daylight. So um, you would think that it like looks pretty picture perfect to their family. And right. yeah, he seems to live a privileged life. Like he has like a very nice home. He has his own creek that he owns. Um <laughs> Uh, there's I love the, this being an ongoing gag of like Sarah's just like he fucking owns the creek and it's not Dawson's. his family just like him mm-hmm. himself owned the creek uh, he seems to have a perfect life um, so yeah that seems very frustrating from jo- for Joey who has is a little rough around the edges I mean she sneaks around like nobody cares that she doesn't come home and like she sleeps why does nobody care that they're sleeping there's over a ladder then there's a ladder going into his room and he's sleeping i mean like i know from clarissa explains it all that ladders (laughs) at windows is perfectly normal but like Mm -hmm. why does his parents not care that she's like sneaking in through a window and why does nobody care that they're like sleeping in the same bed 
it's weird to me that it hasn't come up yet because they're 15. Like, this is yeah. not that they're 12. Like, this is an age where they're teenagers. They've been teenagers. She most likely can get pregnant. So it's like, yeah. you'd think it would come up by now. Um, she has boobs. She's been going yes. through puberty, as they like to talk about so much in this episode. Yes. So Joey, I feel like, is kind of in a weird situation where she recognizes that recognizes that things between her and Dawson have to change given that they're 15 now they're teenagers things yeah. are going to change but i think she's also kind of stuck in this area where mm-hmm. she's mad that Jen is new she's mad that mm. like Jen is now involved in their lives and i think she's doesn't really like the change that's coming along with that yes. so she's both Hates stuck in the Jen. past and also recognizing that like Things need to change. Yeah. She hates Jen. My favorite part <laughs> of the opening, like, credits is, like, so, like, the opening credits is, like, they're lollygagging. And I guess, like, Dawson is probably supposed to be the one that's filming. And they're, like, oh, like, we're having so much fun. And then, like, towards the end of the opening credit scene, it's, like, Dawson has his, like, arm or is, like, talking to Jen. Um, and you just see Katie Holmes like glaring at Jen mm-hmm. and Dawson. And that's like my favorite part. She's so jealous and she's clearly in love with Dawson, like whether she realizes it at this point or not. Like, yeah, she, she even admits she admits later on in the episode that like I didn't necessarily want to hold your hand, but I didn't want Jen holding your hand either, which is kind of like to me, it's like a middle ground where you're not ready to admit that you like someone yet, mm-hmm. but you just want to like put something out there, you know, put the feelers out. Also, we should bring this yeah. up now. Mm-hmm. We did get some like tweet uh, tweets about this. This is if you're watching on Hulu or Netflix, this theme song is not the Dawson's Creek theme song. We yeah. all know it. Everybody knows. Obviously, my introduction says it. Everybody knows that the intro to Dawson's Creek is the I Don't Wanna Wait song. Like, I guess they didn't want to get by the rights to it, which is their loss, because that is an iconic theme song. Like, you need to have that theme song at the beginning of Dawson's Creek, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, um, what I did was I like went to YouTube and I just looked up the opening credit season mm-hmm. one and I just watched it with the theme oh, song. Good. Yeah, good, good. It, yeah, it did so- get me in the mood, I suppose. I mean, but the thing is, is that I'm going to be living my life like being OK that the other theme song is the theme song. It's yeah, it's one of those things where you kind of had to watch it when it was on to understand like the importance of the, the theme song to it, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, it's kind of like when we started watching Boy Meets World and it didn't automatically have the like, when it's Boy Meets mm-hmm. World, like it needed yeah. to have that. But it, it obviously they didn't have that in the beginning, but still. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so that's that's where we are with with Joey and Dawson. Yeah, she's um, so I, funny. I just love how shady she is, like especially obviously to Jen. She like literally calls uh, Jen's grandma cracked. Yes, like, and she asks Jen if she's a size queen, which also size made queen. me laugh. Size uh, queen Jen. She, she asks if she's a virgin and that she's mm-hmm. like, oh, like I lost it years ago with some guy named some trucker named a trucker Bubba. Named Bubba. Yeah. She, she's just yeah. Like, she's like, like literally Joey just says like anything that she wants to say. And like, I'm here for it. Yeah. And the I also love the like the question. Did you know what they were talking about when she asks how many times a day he walks his dog? Oh, like, yeah. Did you heard that expression? OK. No, I, I haven't heard saying, the expression, but I caught the Oh, drift. but you knew. OK. I was yeah. going to say because I didn't know how like 90s that phrase was, if that was like something that was said a lot, because I feel like this is the 
the only time I've ever heard that phrase used. Is yeah, I, you know what? Um, I did not realize because Dawson says it to Pacey. He's like, why don't you go walk your dog? And that yeah. time I thought like a real dog. You thought he had a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny thinking about it, like not knowing the context. But like, so like the first time, the first time I was like, okay, like, but then like when it was said again and like mm-hmm. in the context of like Joey asking Dawson, then yeah. I, I got it. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about that scene, I guess, because it's like, mm-hmm. goes really off the rails. So after the movies, um, oh, they had a fight at the movies because right. of the hand-holding thing. And, uh, you know, she hi- Joey hides in Dawson's closet, and right. um, which is fine, <laughs> whatever. And they, like, are just basically, it's like a continuation of the um, conversation from the beginning of, like, Things are going to change. Like, we can't talk to each other like we used to. Like, we are growing up. Like, you, like, things are not going to be the same. And, like, Dawson's like, they're going to be the same. Like, believe me. And Joey's like, the first question that Joey thinks of is, like, how many times do you walk your dog? And it's like, Joey, like, why? Like, why is this going to be the deciding factor if things are the same or not? She's just like, this is how to prove my point of, like, this is how to prove my point of we can't be the way it, this can't be the way it always has been with us because we're teenagers now and there are things that you can't talk to me about, unlike when we were kids. And, of course, when Dawson doesn't answer, it proves her point of, like, you see, there are things we can't talk about. And then, of course, the song I'll Stand By You is playing, which is like so funny because it's so dramatic. So dramatic. It's Joey's so dramatic. crying. She cries, she, runs out to her she, rowboat. She goes in the rowboat and then Dawson yells from the the top window in his room. He yells that he does it in the morning to kick Kirk. <laughs> Which is so like '90s. Can you imagine anybody admitting that they jerk off to Katie? <laughs> I mean, I guess I mean it could still happen. She's still on the television. Even then even in the '90s, is that how someone would choose like Katie Couric? Uh, I, I don't so. know. Like, what? How did Katie Couric look in the '90s? Did she have the short hair? I mean, um, I need let's... Katie Couric. How do you spell it? Kate? Oh, Katie Couric '90s. She's, Here we go. I mean, she's still beautiful. She's beautiful, but the hair is a choice, I think. The hair is very 90s. I think her hair looks better. Oh, no. She had like a little brown bob back then. Katie Couric. And the shoulder pads. Ooh, iconic. No, no, no. I think she looks better now than she did then. She does. But it's really funny to think of like Dawson just jerking off to Katie Couric. Um, so so they like then they both like laugh and she like apparently wipes her tears. that yeah apparently that pleases her yeah she thought that was funny and so she rose away um but so the controversy concert oh my god so the controversy that starts all of this is with Dawson Joey and Jen because Jen is new to town so what did you think of Jen as a character Jen, I love her little slips of her Australian accent. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Especially her first line where she says, like, hello. Uh, very Australian. And then it gets better. But it's like that first line. So Jen, Jen has mystery. Jen got into some trouble in New York City. We don't know what it is. Um, but apparently, like, she says that she's there to take care of her grandpa who 
He's either sick or he went, he had heart surgery. What happened? I think it's both. He definitely had heart surgery because he has that scar that That's we see scar. later. We don't know exactly why he's ill, I okay. don't think. But he definitely had some type of, I should say, chest surgery because that's where the, the scar was. Right. So, um, but I feel like there's more of a reason why she's there than what is claimed to be because Grams is like really shading her and she's like I know what you got into in New York City and like so like from first look like Jen's like a nice good girl like she like just wants to like you know meet people around town she's yeah like, she doesn't want to like the girl in school asks her like oh do you like to have a good time and yeah. she's like I like to have substance free good time yeah so I think she's sober because you know what she used to smoke and she apparently had like some crazy times in New York so my guess is that she was like a raging party girl in New York City and she got into like some sort of trouble and like she got sent away to Dawson's Creek um and has to live with her grandparents like I don't think it fully has to do with um the sickness but whatever so she is um she seems like a nice girl I don't know she's like not into God like she's like very like Grams keeps pressuring her to go to church and pray and she's like I'm an atheist I'm not into this God stuff I'm not into this praying stuff so she's like an independent thinker like that yeah, her. she's I would say, like sassy I would say, and witty but she's not like kind of like she's not an asshole like joey is no i'd say that uh jen has probably aged the best um simply because she like she doesn't say like oh religion is stupid or blah 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 she's just like i respect that you have beliefs but mm-hmm. please respect that i don't like yeah. she has definitely aged the best in terms of that um, and on top of that, she just seems like an all around, again, just based on this first episode, she just seems like an all around nice person. Uh, she's just trying to like meet new people, make mm-hmm. new friends, go do like safe, good things after school. Yes. Um, yeah. And that's kind of like the beginning, the beginning of Jen. Obviously, she seems interested enough in Dawson, but yes. she also just wants to be friends with Joey, which obviously yeah. Joey's not into Jo-not it. not into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, nobody's ever said anything about Dawson and Jen. So I don't know how long this uh, this blossoming romance is going to last, but we'll see. Yeah. Oh, we'll and see. we forgot to mention that when Jen first arrives in a cab, the song that is playing in the background, oh my goodness, it is so loud and it's just like, <laughs> hey, pretty girl. <laughs> It is very dramatic, very dramatic. It's like, hey, guys, you have to know this, but she is a young, pretty girl. Yes, guys, just in case you didn't notice, she's attractive and she's young and everybody's into her, in case you did not know. Yeah, she is pretty. I mean, Michelle Williams is a gem. I think I saw her on Broadway um, back in like 2016 or 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, Great actress. Yeah, uh, she's obviously she's gorgeous. Uh, we know what role she's going to play in terms of like a love interest right out the gate. She's obviously going to come between Joey and Dawson. Um, and then another person who notices how attractive Jen is is Pacey. Pacey. So what were your thoughts on Pacey and kind of the second storyline of the episode is that 
Pacey is interested in what who turns out to be his teacher at school. She's an older woman. Her name is I believe it's Tamara, right? I think that's how right. they pronounced yeah, it. Tamara, yeah. Not Tamara. Yeah, so Tamara, um a sexy older woman who walks not old, but she's older, obviously. Older. Like 39 I think or 40. Yes, she walks into the uh, DVD, or excuse me, DVD. Oh, my gosh, VHS. No, there I were no DVDs. Yes, so, yeah, so Dawson, Dawson and Pacey seem to work at a video store. Mm-hmm. They um, have the same job. Um, so this is, I'm, I, sadly, I'm not phased by this. I, I watched eight seasons of Pretty Little Liars. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm familiar to teacher-student relations, and sadly, it does not, um, affect me or surprise me in this day did you think that was what was coming in the episode when uh like did you think okay so let me set this up better like when when she comes in and her and pc have that interaction first of all were you expecting her to show up in school as like his teacher the next day uh no i don't know if i was thinking i like i don't think i was like oh my god this is like innovative like I've never seen before like I don't think that but like I don't know if I was expecting it but once you weren't surprised by it no I wasn't surprised by it um I think that as soon as that as she showed up in school I was like okay yeah like this is an Ezra Fitz Aria situation like I got it but I didn't think that okay there's no way that freaking Pacey can get Tamara like no way um Pacey it's okay I don't want to like hate on Pacey but I have low interest in Pacey at this point like this this um uh pilot was not like very like I don't know flattering of Pacey like he's kind of just like annoying he's like feels like Dawson's sidekick like he has like like he seems to be like really into sex really into gang girls really into being a dweeb like I'm like kind of not interested in him I think that's an interesting take I think that like to me he comes off as a bit of more of a not a smooth talker but like like his speech to Tamara on the dock right he's like you're just feeling self-conscious about your age and you like it when a young guy flirts with you well you know what you're missing out on the best sex you'll ever have like you I know thought what I mean? that was cringy like I don't know like that, I mean it worked I, it worked but surprisingly like it shouldn't have worked like I right. watched that I'm like if I was Tamara I'd be like you're weeb and a loser well, like, right we're not condoning off. like uh what is it called um what is it called when they when someone sleeps with someone like and they're not old enough to Oh my gosh, what is that called? Um are you t- statutory like, rape. Statutory okay, That's yeah. it. We are not condoning that, right? We're not condoning statutory rape between like or I guess it's just it's just what's it called? Like it's just like she kissed him. It's still not okay. I, yeah, um, for now, like obviously, fraternizing. We know that <laughs> yes. Obviously, I can tell that this is going to be like um, a big storyline for most of the first season. So right. we're just like buckling in, right? Exactly. So uh, I guess like Pacey to me, I agree with you. Like there were cringy aspects, like the part where they're at the movie theater and he like approaches her and is obviously very interested, and she has like a date, and like that whole thing was very cringy because he's just like, dude, like take a hint. Also, like. I feel like so many movies, people get punched at the movie theater for, like, talking. And I'm like, does that ever actually happen? 
I don't know. I've never gotten punched at the movie theater before. But is he mad because his popcorn got spilt? Because that was like a big bucket of popcorn. And popcorn is my favorite food. So I would be pretty mad too. But he got decked so badly that he got like a black eye. Oh, it was bad. But here's the thing. Like I think even... Okay, maybe this isn't didn't happen back in 1998, but I feel like now if you buy like the biggest thing of popcorn, I'm pretty sure you get like free refills if anybody can actually finish one of those. But I'm pretty sure at least if you're going to like a Regal cinema. That is um, correct. I don't know if Regal is like nationwide. I assume it is. But um, anyway, so, yeah, I do think there were aspects of Pacey that's that are kind of like on the cringier, um, right, the cringier side. So I I get where you're coming from with that. So, but yeah, like besides that, I mean, I don't know, like Pacey, what else? Like well, he like kind of no, sucked, he kind of, Pacey kind of sucked in his, in Dawson's movie. I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, what else? He like got into a fight with like Queen Nelly. So like at, at his job, like don't be yeah. rude to Nelly. Nelly is just there to serve iconic looks and be a bitch. Like, right. leave Nelly alone. Well, that and we don't. So we know Joe, Joey uh, and Dawson's, like, family situation, for the most part, I would say. We don't really know much about Pacey's home life yet. No. So if you had to, like, guess, would you say, like, what do you think his home situation is like in terms of, like, parents and any siblings, anything like that? Uh, my guess is he has a sister. I don't know why, but he would probably be the most annoying brother <laughs> ever uh so i guess i'm I'm guessing he has a sister that he just constantly annoys like at all times and i would say that maybe he has we have a family with two parents a family with no parents maybe there's a one parent situation if not definitely also two parents so i would say either like a single mom or like a single dad oh no maybe like a step siblings a step 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 parents situation okay um maybe the sibling is a step sibling and he probably hooks up with his stepsister disgusting all right. Well, there there's a prediction. To put it on the books, people. That is what we're predicting for Pacey. Um, I there has to, he he has to be more redeeming later on. Like you can't tell me that this is the person that I'm supposed to be standing versus Dawson. We'll see. I think again, like this is season one, Pacey. I think. It's it's like any show, right? They're yeah. 15 years old. Teenagers are fucking annoying, especially mm-hmm. on television. So I think like as we go, they shape and evolve and I, I you'll yeah. see. Um Do, uh does Michelle Williams leave at one point because I don't see her for the long haul. I will not reveal. I don't want to spoil for you, so I okay. won't reveal anything. That's my prediction. She like see. leaves by season 4. My prediction. Okay. I don't know. I'm serious. I'm just like making guesses. I'm probably yeah. like. I think it's great that you just are completely. I mean, you know that there's like a Dawson and, and Joey thing. And you know that there's like a Pacey and Joey thing. But there but, like, was never know. like a Jen and Pacey Mention. thing or a Jen. So it's like then where does she fit into this equation? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah is there see. a hotter boy that's going to come? Can we get a third boy? They definitely have more uh, like side characters as time goes okay. on. Um, so, but these are obviously like the three, well, four, three, four like staple uh-huh. characters. I'll say. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, Michelle Williams dies. She dies. <laughs> She's gone. Okay. 
Um, and then we could talk about like the more side characters okay. in this. I'd say Grams is the most like notable side character that we For meet. You. Well, in in terms of like the air, like the amount of airtime okay. she gets, right? So Grams does not like it when Jen touches her grandfather. Weird. And she doesn't like it that she doesn't want to go to church. She refuses to say penis. Grams seems pretty lame. And um, but it seems like Grams loves Jen and she just wants to protect Jen. So I think that maybe Grams will lighten up in the future. Yeah, we get obviously we kind of understand who Grams is from the get. She's really strict. She's a churchgoer. She mm-hmm. doesn't like that Jen won't even like say grace. Like she's very forceful about yeah. her religion. Um, she seems to know a lot. She and Feeny are definitely the gossip queens. Yes, they are like uh, <laughs> what is it called? They're like peas in a pod. They're yeah. very yes. They would get along very well. Yeah. So Graham's like doesn't like that Joey climbs up on the ladder into Dawson's room. Mm-hmm. And Graham's doesn't like, I don't know. She just like definitely thinks that Joey is riffraff, which is sad. Joey's just trying yeah. to make do. You well, know? that and Joey knows that Graham's doesn't think highly of her because she's yeah. like, oh, I know your grandmother has stuff to say about me and my family and our situation and blah, blah, blah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's Grams. Like, we'll get to know more of her later. And then what do you think about, I mean, we don't know much about them yet, but we know Dawson's parents. We know his mom is like an anchor for a new station and that obviously the big reveal at the end of the episode is that Joey sees Dawson's mom kissing Bob, which is back to you, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Um, out in the open, like literally like outside of her house like anybody could yes. saw that yeah that was a bad a bad plan um joey spotted her right away um dawson like kind of knows which is pretty impressive um especially since dawson seems just like very like naive and like uh, yeah. i don't know doesn't focus on anything that's obvious in front of him but he like you know he knows he like guesses which is pretty impressive um don't know why, you know, mom is cheating, especially because, like I said, it seems like her and her husband live like a spicy life at home. But maybe so Dawson's dad is I don't is he a restaurant, a restaurateur? Like, is he like an, an inventor? Like he's has this concept for an aquatic restaurant and he's like playing with action figures. Yeah. I think so, he's like a restaurant owner. Um, okay. I guess like we'll we'll learn more, but like for right now I would say that's what I'd probably yeah. classify him as. He seems less successful than mom, which might be part of the rift because Oh. Because they are hang he's hanging out at home like always and like um during the day in broad daylight okay so, so you think part of their tension could be that she's the breadwinner of the family and he's yes. insecure about it yes interesting yeah. okay okay oh my gosh um no I just I think it's fun to track obviously it'll be fun to track like your thoughts and kind of what ends up panning out for the show um, because I think you're, I think there are a lot of like little things you can read into in these episodes that maybe already yeah. knowing them, it's like I'm not looking at it from a certain perspective, right? Because I already know what happens. Right, right, right. Um, okay, interesting. So that being said, 
what do you think um like how do you think what are your predictions for the future in terms of like this Mm. affair and joey knowing about it uh i don't think that joey is going to be able to keep it secret from dawson for long so what would you give the over under on terms of like does she tell dawson in under three episodes oh yeah absolutely i would be shocked if she holds on to it for a long time if she does then obviously that's going to cause like big drama between them if she keeps a secret for that long but i don't really know like why joey would hide something like that she seems pretty matter of fact like she's not the one that's like between the two of them that is not able to speak her mind. Maybe she's not mm-hmm. like 100% um in the communication department, but she seems like she's like a solid like 70% in the communication department. It's only when Dawson's like cutting her at the knee where she's like where she like, you know, it's like, you know what, you're right. Like I'll like go down your what you think and I'll do what you do, but like she's like trying to voice what's going on and she kind of just seems like she's more matter of fact especially with um with jen mm-hmm. so I yeah, be, she's very um yeah. she's very cutting i could see i could see joey being like a scorpio or something <laughs> i'm so surprised like i didn't think that little katie holmes had her had it in her she's i would still say that she's like quote unquote girl next door but like with an edge you know Which is is, is is actually a very nice surprise. Like, I mm-hmm. honestly, going into it, I just thought that she was going to be, like, the good girl, like, you know. Well, she has I, layers, yeah. Yeah, which I, I, I appreciate. I appreciate yeah. that. So, um, one other thing I wanted to note was, like, when Joey's sister gives her the lipstick to, like, put on for the, like, movie that she's going to with Dawson, Pacey, and Jen, I was like, wow, that's a oh, – Bessie. Bessie is her sister's name. I was like, mm-hmm. that's a choice to do lipstick as, like, the first – to me, I, I doubt that uh, Joey is wearing any makeup at any other point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, So I'm like, wow, a lipstick is, like, a, a – a choice for a first item of makeup that you're ever trying, you know? <laughs> yeah. And of course it's like wicked red. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, pretty bold, pretty bold, but I don't think it's uncommon for that to be your first makeup. Oh, really? See, no, because I mean, I think like a gloss to me, a gloss oh, okay. is more like um more foolproof than, than a yeah. straight up bullet lipstick is, especially because yes. she's like, oh, excuse yourself every 30 minutes and go to the bathroom and touch up, which is like, girl, you need a new lipstick if you need to touch up every 30 minutes. <laughs> but also I yeah. think a bullet lipstick, like it takes some technique to put on a bullet lipstick it, for the first time. Yeah, it's true. But she didn't have any like lip smackers available. So no, the lip, yeah. The lip smackers or the um, what was that blue like a lip gloss that they had when we were kids that was like had the like ball on the top that like oh, rolled? Do you remember? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, uh, I don't someone, know the someone name of it. Someone let us know. Someone needs yeah. to let us know what that but was. But in that day and blue, age, bluebells or something. Blue, I don't know. Bombs. Maybe. Bells? I don't maybe. Know. Anyway, but back then, like it was all the lip gloss was so glittery. It just had like chunks and chunks of glitter in it. So sticky too. So the minute mm-hmm. the wind blew your hair, that shit was getting like cemented onto your lips. 
the color looked good on her. I thought that was a, a good choice. I liked like, the color. Yeah. It was like a like a brownie red almost. Not like a fire engine red at all. I don't know if it was truly wicked red, but. It was it not. Good. I would say a wicked red would be more like a fire engine red than it would yes. be more of what she was wearing. Like a, like a yes. brown brown red. Yeah. But I, I loved it. I think my first item of makeup was probably like an eyeliner. I think that's. I was heavy into the eyeliner game and the, and stuff like that. An eyeliner. That's bizarre. I think it's like it has to be mascara. See, the funny thing is, is I didn't wear mascara for the longest time. Like I went straight up with like I did like eyeliner and lip gloss for a long time. And then I like upgraded to including mascara. And that's not the normal way to do things. I'm positive. The top um, of your lid or the. I did the I did the bottoms, which (laughs) now is like I would never unless I'm doing like a night night look, I would never do eyeliner on my bottom lash line. line, It completely just makes your eyes look smaller. But who knew? Right. In the 90s. Who the fuck knew that? No, I didn't know. I didn't know. I I did rock and I waterline. Who didn't? Who didn't? Everybody did. If you said you didn't, you're fucking lying. We all know it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, no, but I definitely think that mine was probably like mascara and lip gloss. And I feel like that's more normal than an eye. Well, and then you add the eyeliner and then like. Exactly. You build yeah. from there and mm-hmm. then you do blush and, all, and yeah. foundation and whatever. I mean, nowadays yeah. it's like watch a fucking YouTube video and learn how to do your face. But, yeah, but like Jessica, we didn't have that. Jessica, we come in the camp. You and I have both like notably when we are not wearing any other makeup and we go on camera you and I have both just put on lipstick and hid behind our glasses so exactly why but that's is what this I'm saying. such a no, no, no no here's the thing here's the thing yes we have both done this and also I'm hiding behind glasses and I'm going on a webcam if I'm going out in person there's no situation that I'm throwing on a lip a, like a lipstick and going out in public without any other makeup if I'm gonna go out and milk like public without makeup I'm not gonna put a lipstick on I'm just not gonna yeah. wear anything but like yeah. I think there's a difference between doing that and having lipstick be the very first piece of makeup that you are putting on especially when it's a bullet lipstick like mm. there especially when it's a color like red if it's a nude or it's something like a my lips but better then yeah. like that is easier to like not fuck up and I, I mean yeah. I don't know they're just going to a movie so maybe they're eating some snacks but they're not eating like food where it's going to get all over your face or you know it's going to come off easily but I'm yeah. just saying like still I think it's a bold move I love I think it looked great well I just yeah. think that most people wouldn't that's not the first item of me let us know listeners if you have rocked makeup what was the first item of makeup that you ever wore and if you like know exactly what it was that would be fun I'm pretty sure Ooh. mine was like a drugstore eyeliner yeah um gone are the days where i like use that wretched pink bottle green topped mascara yes oh my gosh i blinked and got all over my face gone was are it the that, days was it a really like i don't, I never used that one was it a really like wet it's mascara? wet it's wet yeah which some people like but i've never been able to do no. horrible wretched um still is sold today i think it's, it's still out there yeah I think I have the Maybelline clear mascara that I use as like a brow gel and I'm pretty sure it's like a very similar bottle but it's clear instead. Yeah. I really like that to use as brow gel actually. Sh- shakes me to, for shakes me to the core. Um, um, did you have anything else you wanted to do you have any other predictions to make for the future mm, on any of the characters any of the storylines? Uh, no I think I like pretty much said my predictions. I think that um, 
obviously, I think this Jen and Dawson thing is just going to continue and Joey's just going to keep getting more and more sour. I do think that um, that Pacey and Tamara are going to continue their scandalous relationship. And I think that it's probably... If it doesn't go all the way, it's going to get pretty close. She'll probably, like, get fired or something. I don't know. Something dramatic there. Um, I, I, Jen and Joey will probably become friends eventually, probably against their hatred of Dawson. If I had to guess, I will be their common, their common thread. Hopefully Dawson will be interested in more than just Spielberg eventually. One can hope. Um, yeah. So did you one more thing? Did you um so after the movies, like Dawson and Jen are like hanging out in front of Graham's house, and like Jen is just giving Dawson all these compliments and saying how good of a guy he is. And one of the things she notes is that um he has clear skin. And she uh she stands him for clear she skin. She stands she stands him for clear skin. I did think that was funny. I, I was yeah. like chuckling to myself about that. Yeah. Yeah. She stands him for clear skin. Yeah. yeah. Um but be She originated that. it, obviously. <laughs> it's this phrase originates with Jen. <laughs> she did it. She invented it, guys. She's the one. Mm-hmm. Any anything that you um really wanted to highlight from this episode or anything that you feel as though is, you know, like was either nostalgic for you or really memorable for you. I think that this is a good pilot. I think that it kind of sets up, we kind of understand most of the characters right now, at least like the teenager ones, right? We don't really know Mm -hmm. much of their parents or anything like that. Um, Also, I think the music was really great. We already mentioned, like, the Hey Pretty Girl and the I'll Stand By You. But there was also, like, a scene where it, like, shows their high school. And the first shot of their high school, we hear Chumbawamba's I Get Knocked Down. Such good music. Yeah. So that'll be something to keep in. I think that'll be fun to kind of chat about as we go forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like we said, we're not going to exactly, like, recap the episodes. But I think the fun part will mainly be, like, getting Sarah's thoughts and kind of her predictions as we go um, and how like your your thoughts on the characters evolve. So who would you say yeah. right now is like your favorite character going into episode two? Joey. Definitely okay. Joey. Really liked her. Um, surprised by her, like happily surprised by mm-hmm. her. Like I wasn't going into this, like thinking that she would be my fave or anything special. Yeah. Um Definitely, she's definitely a virgin. Like, I don't know why she's lying about it. Like, I don't know. I mean, she's 15, so it's not hard to believe that she'd be a virgin. She's just like, she's just bullshitting. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, There is no trucker named Bubba. What a troll. (laughs) Um, Um, Definitely a a fave. Um, Everybody else is like 20 notches below her. Okay. And then Pacey's like 20 notches below that. All right, that's a good kind of good to gauge. I think we'll kind of like gauge that as we go, like how you're feeling about each character and like yeah. how they kind of uh, where they land in your your rankings. Yeah. Um, so we can get so like we said, we are going to do a fashion hour. We mm-hmm. might end up like coming up with other segments as we go, like they'll naturally evolve, I'm sure. But yeah. I think we're still going to just call them because they're such iconic names. We'll still call them the Rachel Green Award and the Paul Rudd Certificate. Of, oh, my God. The Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. Yeah. I almost said Certificate of Insurance. I like got done with work an hour and a half ago and it's still in my head. 
Oh, yeah. Oh my god. I need so, help. so for anybody new here, yes, we have two fashion awards. We switch it off. So this this time is my turn, and the first is the Rachel Green Award for most iconic '90s outfits, and that's because who is more iconic in the '90s than Ms. Rachel Green herself? Mm-hmm. Um, so typically we have two or three options for winners and um i'm just going to get into it now are you ready yes i'm ready um option number one is queen nelly who we did not speak enough about in this episode she's just like amber from clueless like just a total raging bitch for no reason (laughs) um so i stand nelly i'm very tickled by her so my first um, thing is Nellie's school outfit. So she's wearing like her hair in like this like curly little updo. She's wearing these like weird squiggly purple dangly earrings <laughs> with a purple dress with a square neckline and a crisscross back that ties in the back. White tights when she walks away and silver freaking heels that are like chunky. And then she's wearing purple eyeshadow and a red lip. This is a look, man. There are so many aspects to this outfit. I already feel like our fashion hour is elevated watching Dawson's Creek, like more so than it's ever been on Like, What is this? This is out of this world. Like, the thing is, the hair I could maybe see nowadays. It's also crazy to me. It is wild that this is something you would wear to high school. Like, in what world would you ever? I'm telling the clueless high school. She fits right in. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She does look like she walked out of clueless. A hundred percent. This girl's like out of the galaxy, like crazy. And I Mm -hmm. love it. Um, (laughs) my second, um, option for most nineties outfit is Dawson's cult chic day outfit. Um, so, he, so <laughs> we should make each other name these because that is hilarious. Girl, I've been wearing, I've been naming them the whole time. I literally never have been. I know. That one, that one killed me. That is so funny. It's so, it's spot on too. Uh, so Dawson is wearing like a white undershirt. Above that, he's wearing this like cream, long sleeve, large, oversized, flowy cream shirt. Then he's wearing white pants. So he's wearing already four shades of white. Then he's wearing white shoes. And he's wearing this suspicious, weird necklace. I don't know if this is like it's a like black cord necklace with like either a singular bead or a singular puka, which pukas trigger us. Like we are like we're like puka, puka. Like where's the puka? Yeah. Um, so it's a look. I mean, it's definitely a look. It's and he looks like he just like you know signed up to go mm-hmm. to Jonestown. To be honest yeah. with you, this is like seventy shades of cream. Like <laughs> yes. I, I yeah, it is very. It actually is very like New Englandy too, right? Like all yeah. the shades of cream. Yeah, yes, no, it's, yeah. It is iconic nineties and the hair too. The hair. Can't oh go yeah, his, I can't. I can't. I can't forget the hair. The That's floopy correct. hair. It's, yeah. I call it floopy. Very floopy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my third nomination is Jen's day outfit. So this is just like a. We see this outfit all the time in the nineties. You got yourself mm-hmm. a floral dress. You got yourself a cardigan. This is like a green cardigan, like a light floral dress a medallion necklace she's wearing her hair like half up half down with probably like a claw a claw clip 
Um, yes. Yeah. And it has like a slight curl at the bottom. Like it's intentional. Like a little side swoopy bang, like kind of like Rachel Green herself. Like this is just like a classic like girl on a date outfit in the 90s. Yeah, very like pastel-y, like Mm -hmm. a floral print. Yes. Yes. Yeah. This is like very, I'm a good girl outfit. Yes. You know? Yes. Yeah. But the the skirt is like a little on the short side, so she still like has a has a bad side. She's you know? leggy. She's leggy. She is yeah. leggy. Yes. Yeah. Um. Okay. So these are my options. Mm-hmm. I think I just I have to do it because it's just like what is even happening? <laughs> like I have to. You said her name is Nellie. I didn't even remember what her name was. Nellie Queen Nellie, Nellie. Queen yeah. Nellie gets the award because my goodness, that is quite the Luke. Yeah, it's a it's a Luke for sure. Yes. So congratulations, Nelly. Good job. Um, good job. So next up is our Paul R- Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness. And we named it that because who's more timeless than the man that doesn't age himself? Yes. Mr. Paul Rudd. Um, so this is the outfit that you can see going into today. Um, so three three nominations as well. The first being Joey's Swamp Thing outfit. Um, She is wearing a bikini top. Over that, she's wearing a chambray denim tied-up shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's like a button-down shirt, but open and tied. Uh, Some little white shorts and some, like, little Ked-like shoes. Yes, this is definitely a timeless outfit. You could easily see someone, especially, like, women wearing like a men's button down and tying it to Mm -hmm. me like especially if nowadays you could see it as like a crop top for sure yeah who doesn't love a little white short I mean yes and they're especially her hair like the half up half down at least that's what it looks like half up half down or maybe if it's it's just down but it's like tucked behind right yeah um yeah I I really like this outfit yeah she looks she looks good Mm -hmm. next up um had to bring it out again Miss Nellie's work outfit so Nellie's parents apparently own the music store that's how she works and lives there I don't know so Nellie is wearing um this like crinkle shrinking like crop top halter but uh, like imagine without the halter and it's just like a tube top that is like very like Gen Z these days like that is like cropped is yes yeah um, a black pant, timeless, of course. Um, she's wearing like a little button on her pants. Um, she has like curly hair with like a barrette. Barrettes came back this year in 2020, which mm-hmm. is so bizarre, but whatever. Um, only thing that's super questionable is her blue eyeshadow and red lipstick. That was a choice. I think if you ignore the makeup, it's definitely a more classic. Like, if you ignore the blue eyeshadow and the fact that she's holding VHSs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I specifically remember these types of halter tops that, like, if you were to hold it up, it would be, like, one inch by one inch. And then somehow it seemed to stretch, like, never-endingly. Yes. But I've seen, like, kids buying this these days. So it's come back. Okay. They came back. All right. Everything comes back, guys. It's, it's, yeah, it's a cycle. And then my last nomination is Tamara's teaching outfit. And that is just like a classic outfit. Like we are, 
you know, I'm like, I used to have work attire before I wore pajamas every day to work. <laughs> and I think that this is a beautiful outfit. She's wearing this like silky flowing button down sh- blouse um, that's tucked into like a short. It's pretty short. It's above the knee pencil skirt that's like a nudie khaki color but she looks like very put together and she looks like she looks pretty I like this outfit a lot yeah I definitely could see a teacher wearing this nowadays it's like a almost like the skirt has like a tinge of like a rose color to it as well yeah mm-hmm. yeah I I love this look it's like the button down is like one button away from being way too revealing oh yeah but like just enough you know oh, yeah. just a little bit of the cleave yeah, and the skirt's, like, one inch away from being, yes. like, way too short. Yes. It's already short. Like, you can't wear, like, above-the-knee skirts like this. But it's no. high-waisted, so it looks like it's a long skirt. But it's, she like... She could get away with it. She yeah. can get away with it. And yeah. I think... I couldn't he- see heels, but I heard heels. And she's mm-hmm. wearing, like, um, has this, like, really nice, like, black patent leather briefcase with She her. definitely has style. And she's, like, I'm a teacher, but but I'm not dead yet, bitch. You know, like I'm a teacher, but like I'm a hot teacher. Yes. Yes. This is tough for me. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's easy enough to rule out Nelly just because of the blue eyeshadow. Like to me, that's like, okay, it's easy enough to set her aside. But like between Joey and Tamara, it's actually like a very tricky pick because I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw a person wearing either of these outfits nowadays. Right. I know. Um, Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Joey just because I Mm -hmm. do think that look is just ever so slightly more timeless. Like to me, Tamara's blouse is not as timeless. The pencil skirt is. But I think Joey's look is just ever so slightly more timeless. I agree. I think that was a clear winner for me as well. I can totally see somebody wearing this um, today in the summer, um, Mm -hmm. walking down the street at the beach or even, you know, kids wear these crop tops all the time, all the time. Like everywhere, those damn kids, those damn kids. crop tops. Uh, no, but she looked great, so I agree. I liked this look a lot. Yeah, no, I think that I'm I'm happy with these picks. So Nelly with the '90s pick and Joey with the timelessness pick. So congratulations, yep. congrats, ladies! Woohoo! So I thought that this was a great success. I know you were a little worried that I wasn't going to like the show but I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun it's the content is more mature than we've been used to and it's more mature than I think that I even expected like I was not expecting us to be talking about like jerking off (laughs) and like this is uh, just the start because it's yeah it's gonna get a whole lot more PG 13, 14 ish oh. as we go on. But I think it'll be even at the moments that you're like, this show is fucking ridiculous. Like, I still think that makes for good podcast content. And I still think it'll be fun to talk about regardless yeah. of where the show takes us. Um, yes. Yeah. I'm really excited. The next episode we have up is season one, episode two, which is called Dance. Um, oh, okay. So that's a little, you know, a throw teaser. that in there. Mm hmm. Um, so I think this will be a lot of fun going forward. And obviously, as always, guys, send in your feedback if you have any, if you're watching Dawson's Creek for the first time or if you're watching on a rewatch because it's gone to Hulu and Netflix. Um, we're at Shit90s Pod on all of the social media platforms. 
Um, and obviously listen to our Boy Meets World content that comes out every Thursday. We drop a new episode and we're getting towards the end of season one right now with that. I know it's coming up so soon. Um, please, please, please feel free to rate us a five star review on iTunes. That would be amazing. And yeah, you can reach us on um, Instagram or Twitter as well. Yes. And um, yeah, it helps us if you do leave us a review or and rate us because we're trying to climb the charts a little bit for Dawson because we're new with Dawson's Creek. So it'd be nice to kind of get us a little bit out there. Um, yeah. Get notified or get noted. What is it? Get notoriety? No, that's not really what we want. I don't oh. know. Just to get our get the word Attention. out. That's it. Attention. Get us the attention that we so rightly need and deserve. Yeah, we lives. need attention. So. <laughs> we really do. Please. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of all we have. So uh, check in with us next time for season one, episode two of Dawson's Creek. Again, we're, we record on, um, wait, did I say, oh, no, Boy Meets World comes out on Thursdays. Our Dawson's Creek episodes, we're going to be recording on Thursdays and they'll come out on Mondays. So get your feedback in by Thursday evening. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Um, we will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.